This is Viterbi Voices, the podcast, your chance to hear stories about research, classes, student life, and more directly from our faculty, students, and other members of the engineering community here at the University of Southern California. This is episode 57. Tune in to hear some friends and I talk about our Italian summer with the Viterbi Overseas Program. From navigating a language and cultural barrier, to the incredible meals we ate, to our favorite memories this summer in Rome. And welcome back into Viterbi Voices. Uh, this is episode... 57. 57, Rhea. It is summertime. It is so nice. Where uh, we? You're not in front of me. We're talking online. Where are you right now? I don't even know where you are. <laughs> so I just got back from Italy, from Washington, D.C. Now I'm back at home, finally, in Cupertino in the Bay Area. Italy, Washington, D.C., and Cupertino. Uh, remind people what you've been doing, because I don't think people remember. <laughs> yeah, this has definitely been a pretty busy summer. So I was studying abroad for seven weeks in Italy, based in Rome. And then I just spent a week last week in Washington, D.C. at the Global Grand Challenges Student Conference in How Washington, D.C. It was amazing. It was so, so much fun. Um, so me and a couple of my friends were actually on a team competing with a business plan. Um, and that was on the first day of the conference. And then for the rest of the conference, we basically got to hear a lot of really interesting keynote speakers talking about all the different um, research and work that various different universities and countries are working on to address the grand challenges. And the grand challenges are these 14 problems kind of addressed or narrowed down by the National Academy of Engineering in uh, the US, China, and the UK. And they basically established these grand challenges as challenges to engineers to help make the world a better place. And they presented all their cool. research. It was really, really cool. That's cool. It sounds like that's like a whole episode we need to do. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we actually do have one lined up for a couple weeks out. But yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of thought you may have. <laughs> but So that sounds really cool. What is uh, this episode all about? So this episode is based on my study abroad, the first seven weeks of my summer. And I got together with a couple of students, and we were just talking about what it's like living in Italy. Yeah, so you guys, you, there was what, how many, 40, 40 43, 44, 40, over 40? 40. Yeah, the over 40. There was quite a few of us. Okay, so there's uh, uh, over 40 of you in Rome, and this was all of uh, all undergraduate engineering students, various majors. So you had like all the different engineering majors there and you were mm -hmm. taking engineering courses from our USC engineering faculty. You were living together. Mm -hmm. You were exploring Rome. So you guys are just basically, you recorded this while you were there in Rome. Yeah. So this is recorded in my living room, in my apartment in Rome. Wow. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. And um, just uh, maybe you already talked about this in the episode and I don't want to spoil it for the listeners, but um what is the highlight of Rome? What was your best thing about Rome? I think my personal thing, there was a lot of amazing sites and, and places around Rome. But for me, the real highlight was getting to make all these memories with a bunch of amazing people that I probably wouldn't have met. Um, even though Viterbi is a small school, a lot of these people are different majors and we never intersected before this. And I got to experience a new country, a new language, a new place um, with a bunch of really incredible people. And I think that's what made Rome so special to me. What was the best meal you had in Rome? Ooh. Or Italy, I should say, because I know you guys went to different cities. But yeah, so we got we we were lucky. We got to travel all over. But I think the best meal I had was actually in Turin, which was one of my free weekends. Me and a friend just went up to Turin, which is up in northern Italy, almost um, 
by the French border. And there was this meat ravioli that was incredible. It was um, a lot of the ravioli around um, Rome and around Italy where we were going didn't have meat in it. Just they usually mm -hmm. had spinach or cheese. Mm -hmm. um, but this ravioli had some kind of pork in it. And the the flour was like the, the wrapping was somewhere between like dumpling texture and pasta. And mm. then it was in this mushroom sauce. And I don't even like mushrooms, but it was amazing. It was so, mm. so good that I still remember it. And it was at this really fancy restaurant. We were completely underdressed. And <laughs> they took pity on us and gave us a free appetizer. <laughs> but um, it was absolutely delicious. <laughs> we're poor college students. Please help us. Oh, that's exactly what they were thinking. <laughs> wow. Well, that is so cool. I'm so jealous you guys had a great time. I'm glad that you're back and everybody is and getting back into their summers. And exactly. I mean, we only have a few weeks left. I mean, what are we? How long are we away till the first day of classes? Three and a half weeks, I want to say. Yeah, wow. three and a half weeks. Yeah. So, how have things been going back on campus? Oh, it is so great and so quiet because none of you are here. <laughs> Not um, at all, I'm sure. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I talk about this with a lot of people, and I may have said this on the podcast before, but um, summer is like so great because the minute everyone leaves, the campus is so quiet, and like yeah. there's no lines at lunch places. <laughs> you know, like it's just. It's just like super – it gets really chill and really nice. Yeah. And um, granted, there's lots of construction that starts also. So that's of a little course. weird. Of course, while you guys are gone, so much construction happens. Like the, all the buildings around us are under construction. Um, oh, like wow. you, it, you know, Sal has got – it's hard to get to Sal right now. It's hard to get to a couple of things. But that will all be cleared up in the next couple of weeks. And um, there's some great renovations. Our classrooms right here on RTH are all being renovated. So there's like wow. all been redone, like all new – projectors and new technology behind the scenes they literally gutted the entire room oh my gosh uh, and put in um 84 inch smart boards um Whoa, those things are so cool i love those right so yeah. that, that got redone and and so new so it's it's, it's great right so the, all that stuff's happening, but that's been happening all summer so you kind of like are walking over like you know caution lines um yeah. and you get really spoiled about how nice it is and then all of a sudden you get really sad you're like there's no one here. And then we get by the time you get really bored and lonely, it becomes the first day of classes and you get super pumped for everyone moving in and moving day is really exciting. And, um, you know, first day of class is really excited. And then like a couple weeks in, you're like, oh, why are all these people here? So, you, just, you know, it's always grass is greener on the other side. You of want it to course. be quiet and then you want people around and it's, um, you know. But we've we've been we've been busy. We have been working really really hard on. We, we get a lot of visitors over the summer. So our Meet USC groups that come through. If you're a prospective student, the way to visit is through Meet USC. Um, you know, during the school year, it's it's like um, we get what like what two or three families per Meet USC, and now it's like nice and intimate. You get to learn a lot right from students and uh, our right. During the summer, we're talking about like 12 or 14 families per, per, per Meet USC session. So um, we've been doing a lot of Meet USCs. Like the, today, we have 30 people in the morning session and 48 people in the afternoon wow. session. Uh, and that's just kind of average. So we get lots of visitors and we do lots of talking uh, about our programs. Um, as far as new students are concerned, if you're an incoming student for fall 2017, uh, you're going to start to get some mail from us. You're going to get an invitation to the new student luau. The luau is going to happen on Thursday uh, uh, after move-in day. Uh, and that will happen after the village walkthrough. So the USC village is set to open for a grand opening. So for new students, you'll go, you'll go, you'll move in on Wednesday. You'll go to convocation on Thursday morning. 
directly from convocation, the president and the provost will walk over all the students directly into the village for the grand opening. There's going to be like this really cool free food festival environment so that the village will have a grand opening. And then at two o'clock, you'll go to the different academic units for engineering. You're going to come over here for our big luau. So we're going to have a huge luau, lots of fun games, get to know all the incoming freshmen, uh, new students, excuse me, incoming new students for the engineering school. Uh, and that will happen uh, on that Thursday. And then there's other Welcome Week activities that will happen Friday, Saturday, Sunday. First day of classes is Monday. Uh, for all the new students, we're going to have a involvement fair in one of those first two weeks of, of classes. I believe it's on the, the second week of classes, which will be an, a get connected to engineering student org. So competitions, design teams, you get to be able to learn all about them in your second week of classes. And that's on top of the involvement fair for the university. So so much stuff is, is waiting for you when you get here as new students. Uh, for prospective students, we are turning the corner on the application process. So starting next week on August 1st, the Common App will be released. And if you are thinking about applying for fall 2018, then uh, in August, you can open up the Common App and start completing the information. Uh, don't don't worry about submitting it. But what you can do is you can just start opening up your file, create your file, and list USC as one of the places you want to apply. I recommend doing that in August because when you do that, that lets us know that you're thinking about us and that you're thinking about applying. And then we can send you some more information about our programs and make sure you're invited to some key things that will be happening throughout the fall semester as you're applying. So, for example, we're going to be traveling around the world with different admission receptions for you to meet with us and learn more about our programs. We're going to practically every big city in the U.S. We're also a number of big cities internationally throughout Asia and India. And that's going to be happening all through September and October, uh, and then a couple of other events in November. We'll have our big on-campus uh, open house uh, on November 11th, um, which is a Saturday. Um, there are some really cool things that will be happening at that. It's called Discover USC. It's a big on-campus open house to learn more about the university, but also the engineering school. So basically, August, start working on your Common App, fill out your file, let us know that you're thinking about applying to USC. Of course, if you have any questions about that, go to our website, viterbiadmission.usc.edu. Uh, basically, the incoming class of 2017 is coming in, and we're recruiting the fall class of 2018, and it is all happening right now. We're wrapping up our orientations. Almost everyone has already registered for their classes. Uh, it's just, it's all happening. It's, it's, wow. it's busy, 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 busy. It's going fast. Very fast. Very, very fast. Summer is just about over and it's July and that's what's weird. So, yeah. but I don't know. That's enough about us. Is there anything else we should cover before we get into the rest of this episode all about the overseas program? I think we're good. I mean, there's a lot of really fun conversations. We talk about our first our first day in Rome, how we navigated our language barrier and the food and the gelato and everything. So I hope mm. you guys enjoy it. It'll be a great gelato. episode. What's your magical three flavor combination with gelato? Um, so I didn't take a lot of risks, <laughs> but I, <laughs> so I really like dark chocolate and coffee. So I kind of stuck to those two a lot, but I discovered that I really like, um, stracciatella. And, yeah. Chocolate chip. Yeah. That one's amazing. And then I also really liked raspberry, which is good. Mm. So kind of whatever combination of those things I was feeling that day. I hear you. I hear you. Mm. Cool. Well, Without further ado, let's uh, hand it over to you, Rhea, recording this episode a few weeks back while you and some other students were in Rome, Italy on the Viterbi Overseas Program. Yeah. All right. Let's get right in. Okay. Hi. My name is Shintaro Nishi. I'm a rising junior studying chemical engineering with a nano emphasis, and I'm from Irvine, California. Hi. I'm Jose. I'm a rising junior studying industrial and systems engineering. 
and I'm from Portola, California in the Central Valley. Hi, I'm Sienna. I'm, I guess, a sophomore studying mechanical engineering, and I'm from Santa Barbara, California. One of the unique components of this program versus traditional study abroad is the opportunity to take classes with actual professors from USC. What are the classes you guys have been taking? Yeah, so I've been taking, um, I'm taking two classes just like everybody else is, but the first class that I take is a thermodynamics class, um, which I'm taking as a technical elective, because although it isn't specifically for my major, it really counts towards major credit, which is really good. And I'm also taking a technical writing class. It's called Writing 340, it's the upper division writing. And I'm um, currently taking Writing 340, which is upper division writing class, and also an ISC 460, which is the engineering economy class. Um, and I'm also in that thermodynamics class, which is awesome because it actually is, goes directly to my major. Um, and I'm also in a history class, um, which is an on-site class. So every Monday and Wednesday for two hours, we go out and we explore Rome and we talk about different buildings, um, talk about the layering of different architecture throughout Rome. Um, so that class is super unique to this program. That's something that would never kind of be in USC. What's been your favorite place or your favorite lecture? And has it given you any kind of new perspective about, you know, where we are and Rome and stuff? Hmm, um, definitely it's so different from any class I could have taken at USC because I don't think we offer on-site classes. It's such a cool, unique opportunity. Um, my favorite class, I don't know. I think it's nice because definitely I've gone, with that class I've gone to some places like the Jewish ghetto and um, around um, this area that was built by Mussolini, it's called E42, like places like that that are incredibly cool and incredibly rich in history, but that I probably would never have gone by myself and I wouldn't have even known about by myself. And it's almost, it's kind of like being on like a guided tour, except I don't pay for it, I get class credit for it. <laughs> so that's also very cool. The history professor is amazing and so knowledgeable. So the whole thing's my favorite part. Yes, yeah, it's, it's nice walking around with people who have taken the history class, like Sienna or anybody else, because it's like you get a little tour guide from like what they learned in that, <laughs> that class or something, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, and the professor leads these um, history walks sometimes, and the professor's so cool. She's, she's so amazing. knowledgeable. She's absolutely amazing. She's so fit. For yeah, she, tiny person. she's so athletic. She walks so fast and is never out of breath. It's crazy, even though it's like 98 degrees here all the time. For us in the writing class, we've been writing tons of papers, but a couple of them have been focused on various aspects of Italian culture and kind of the influence of engineering in their city and society. Um, what kind of topics have you guys explored in your papers, and what's the coolest thing you've kind of learned through the class? Yeah, so for my second assignment was a technical description, and I actually uh, chose about how to, how to make limoncello, which is... Um, kind of an alcoholic drink that you, you take afterwards as a sign of thanks that the waiter gives to you. And it helps you, actually helps you digest your food. And we actually got to go to Sorrento uh, and see where limoncello was a specialty. And so that was kind of cool to be able to like see it and then write about it. But for my final assignment, for my group assignment, we're writing about an aperitivo and how that could be implemented at USC. So an aperitivo is somewhere that you go between like 6.30 and 9, say, here in Italy. And you get you pay for you pay for a drink and you get unlimited food, and so um, we wanted and it's very focused on like family and sitting down and kind of enjoying each other's company. And so we're writing about how that could be implemented possibly at USC and like the way that like we could possibly have like food trucks and have it in the campus center and then maybe eventually in the Carthy Quad. So that that's our main assignment for our group assignment, which is 
I think I'm pretty excited about. That's super cool. Yeah. It's like a lot more cool than my project. <laughs> um, for my second project, we or I wrote, wrote about the Pantheon ceiling, and um, it was awesome because one of the days to just research about it, I just wanted to go sit down and just looked up at the ceiling and just saw what I like what the engineers I guess constructed through like the cock rings, which is like little indents within the ceiling that lowers the weights to like the oculus like the huge hole in the very ceiling that like I had no idea about and it was cool learning about it because coming from a family that's so involved in construction and architecture I've never really had a interest into it but then through this project I was able to learn more about the history of the Pantheon and understand the engineering that went into the architecture of it so that was an awesome experience. All right, moving on from academics and school, um, there's a lot of really cool things that we've kind of been experiencing living in Rome. Was it a bit of a culture shock for you guys? And um, what was it like kind of the first week and adjusting to Italian lifestyle? Hey, y'all, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know that we have a number of campus visit programs available to you right now. If you want to check out what campus is like, if you want to learn more about the Viterbi School of Engineering, go to viterbi.link slash visit. That's V-I-T-E-R-B-I dot link slash visit where you can learn about our Viterbi visit experiences that happen on most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We have some virtual events that happen on occasional weekdays and occasional Saturdays. Plus, we have some transfer virtual admission sessions where you can learn all about how to get those courses ready for transferring. We want to meet you. We will have lots of opportunities to do it and it's happening all summer long but get your registration in now at viterbi.link slash visit hope to see you soon um well there's i don't know there's a lot in italy that's different from back home in southern california um let's see i think a big culture shock for me is just how late everyone eats dinner because i'm used to eating dinner at like 5 p.m and i love that <laughs> so now i eat at like 9 p.m which is a little different um kind of cool also the meals are so much longer which is something i really love like you'll go out at 9 p.m and sometimes you won't be back for after for like another three hours which is very cool um another big thing is we just walk everywhere which is another thing I've grown to really love. I would have never walked this much back at USC, but every morning we travel on the tram, then we walk probably maybe like a mile to class. But is that is that an over? No. <laughs> maybe like, like a 10 minute walk. Never mind, it's not a mile, but it's, it's a long walk. It's, it's cool. <laughs> what about you, Shindaro? Um... <laughs> I think, like, the biggest thing I've realized about the difference of the Italian culture and the culture back in the States is just, like, how much slower it is here. So, even about, like, the meals and everything, you kind of spend more time at dinner. You just talk with people. And I feel like back at school, sometimes you just kind of eat a meal and then get started on something that you have to do. But here they take time to, like, I guess decompress after a day. That's, like, been one of my favorite things to learn is just, like, how how valuable it is to just sit down with friends and just have a meal or just talk about how your day is going before you start any work. So that's been really fun. I agree. Yeah. Everything is kind of slowed down and like moderated here. It seems like smaller portion sizes, smaller buildings. (laughs) The showers have been a little slow. (laughs) That's been a struggle. Yeah. I think just definitely being here and not knowing the language um, was a little bit of a shock towards 
for me at first. Um, I, I think I walked in into a deli the first day and I couldn't even, I, I, I was too overwhelmed, like I couldn't even order uh, because it, it, you know you have to be a little bit more assertive and not knowing the language, you don't realize how, how shy you become because you just don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. And so I think that first day I, I, I walked in and I, and I, like, I couldn't order and so I just kind of gave up and like, <laughs> walked right back out. And I was a little discouraged, but then like a couple weeks later I came back and I like confidently ordered, so I felt <laughs> like I conquered it, which was kind of cool. I think I see Jose most mornings at the cafe he always goes to, and he has his order down. Like, he sounds like, at least to me, he sounds like a local. <laughs> For those two sentences. <laughs> I don't even know if it's two sentences, but it's good. Yeah. Uh, now that we only have a few days left in the program, uh, <laughs> what's been your favorite memory in Rome so far? Oh my goodness, there's been so many. <laughs> so hard to narrow it down. I think, I mean, I think any day you ask me, I would say something different. I think even yesterday I went um, with three of the girls in my apartment and we went and we got um, pizza and we walked by the Colosseum and we got gelato at this super famous gelato place apparently. Um, and we were just, it was it was like cool because like the sun had set and the Colosseum was like lit up from within and it's just like glowing and it's so majestic and huge. And that was just, and people were playing music on the side because there's always like little live music band, so that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah I guess that's my favorite memory today. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> I love that. Wow, I guess my time hasn't been as fun. As, like, I guess mine's been more mellow. There's been one memory that like sticks out to me the most, and um, one of my roommates, uh, Zesis, and I, we, we just decided, since we didn't have too much homework one day, we just decided to go for like a nice walk. Go look at this hill that like, <laughs> that like I mean, we just like wanted to go see so we took the tram got off and then we just ended up at this like gorgeous site just like all over Rome and then uh, later on we met this we met this like guy from he's studying at NYU and he had this really awesome drone so we're just like all just looking at his drone footage like throughout the city of Rome at sunset and then after that we went to find this keyhole and this keyhole it's like you look through it and it's just like a perfect view of the Vatican and it's just like an unreal sight it's just like things like that that were just very unplanned and just it just worked out so well it was just like made an awesome trip yeah no I think I think a common theme with with both of those stories and also with mine is I have very similar stories is we do all these things like one of my fondest memories was going to like see the Pantheon at Pentecost and we get like you got to see the the firefighters get on top of the Pantheon ceiling and and throw down the rose petals um, at the end of the mass, and that was a fond memory. And then, like another memory is like the Colosseum or, or things like that. But what's really going to stick in my head is at those sunsets, at those sunrises. As like cliche as it sounds, is just like sitting with these people that you made that you made friends with, and just kind of reflecting like, hey, like we're going back soon. Mm-hmm. Like, we better still hang out. Like I remember being there with like Shintaro and uh, two other guys, Zisis and Chad, and we were just sitting down. And we're like, we got to make sure to hang out after this because it's. It's a unique, really unique experience that the, these things in the summer, this program that happens in the summer is also with people who we're going to keep on going to school with and we're going to keep on interacting with, which I think is super awesome as opposed to other, other things where you go for the summer and you never see them again. And it's just really the beginning of friendships, which I think is really, really the cool thing. Yeah, like touching on that, like um, we're all, I think the guys that we're hanging out with, we we're all different majors. I was Kemi, you were ISC, Zisa's BME. And like electrical, yeah. and it's just like 
we would never have like had class together and like had the opportunity to really meet each other too often. But then this program like give us an opportunity to meet and like form these friendships that you're talking about, yeah. which is I think I'm really thankful for for this trip. Yeah, it really just made USC, which is a big school, seem seem small. And I always think back to like it's easy to make a a big school seem small. It's not so, so easy to make a small school seem big, which mm-hmm. is just why I think USC is so so valuable in this program. So we've been spending a ton of time in Rome. Um, obviously, our apartments are here and we're living here. But on the weekends, we actually get to travel outside of the city. And Viterbi's taken us a couple places like Orvieto, the Amalfi Coast, and Florence. And we've been able to go on other weekend trips on our own as well. Um, so what are some of the places you guys have gone? What's been your favorite um, trip so far? Our favorite is hard. Our favorite is narrow. Like, talk a little bit about where you guys have been. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've had um, we've had three free weekends during this program. And the first free weekend, I actually went with Rhea um, and some other friends. And we went to Lake Como and then Milan. And then we stopped in Pisa, like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Um, that was so fun. We saw so much nature um, and just so many cool monuments and, like, architectural, like, sites and historical sites. So that was just an incredibly fun trip. Um, and then the next free weekend, I went with some other friends to Munich um, in Germany, which was also incredibly cool. There was, it was so green. It was a nice break from the heat of Italy. It was much cooler. It actually rained a couple days. Um, and that was, that was incredibly fun. And then this last free weekend is this re- weekend right now, and we're just in Rome exploring the last couple things that we haven't had the chance to see yet. So it's been pretty cool. Um... So yeah, for my free weekend, I decided to go to London to meet one of my friends from back home there and um, flew out Thursday night and I've never been to London before and so this is like a huge experience for me traveling by myself and I absolutely loved it. On Friday, we actually went outside of the city and went to a city called Henley and that's where like the oldest rowing races were held. So, and they have a very strict dress code. You have to come in like a blazer, like a, sh- like a shirt and everything. Yeah. I know, it's, it's very, the culture shock was very, <laughs> but we, uh, so yeah, we spent all day by the river, just, um, just watching the races, just like hanging out with fellow British people. It was just like, I don't know, they're so funny and they're just like, I don't know, I can't really explain it. They're just like hilarious and they're like, their wits are just like, I don't know, they just, they, they just have these interesting sayings that like I just thought were so funny every single time. But after that, we were able to go back to the city and I was, just fell in love with it. Like Mayfair, Primrose Hill, places like that were just awesome. And um, I don't know, I've heard a lot of bad things about London sometimes, but then going on this trip, I've realized how nice and gentlemanlike everyone is. Um, I shared an Uber, drive, Uber, Uber ride with like a couple and we just talked about differences between US and the, like the UK right now and like our current situations in society and it was just like, I don't know, meeting people like that just made the trip like an amazing time. So that was, that was a really cool experience. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first week weekend I went to Cinque Terre with a few people from the program and that's actually, it's up north on the coast. And it, actually, it literally means uh, five lands. So there's five different towns that you can all hike between. And we actually hiked all five towns in a day. It's like the most sweaty I've ever been, but it was amazing views and um, just, a, just an awesome time and uh, really wonderful weather. Um, and that was mostly like a hiking trip. And then the, this, the next free weekend, I went to Nice, France, 
took an overnight train <laughs> to these. So that was, that was interesting. Overnight trains are always interesting. I think Ray has some stories about overnight trains. <laughs> but Nice was really cool because um, by that time I had already adjusted to like the Italian and then I had to like, I know, I, I know even less French. <laughs> I know even less French. And, um, but, it, but that was really cool because we had two French speakers with us, which was really nice. And just the, the food there, the bread was amazing. And the, you know, you could actually say croissant instead of cornetto. <laughs> so that was really nice. But it, both three weekends, I keep thinking like, oh, this is going to be the best weekend. And then the next weekend comes along. And I don't know if that's you guys' experiences. Yeah. Like each one seems to keep getting better. So I really enjoyed those weekends. That's so true. Every weekend's gotten better and better. Yeah. Which is crazy because we started with the Amalfi Coast, which was absolutely incredible. <laughs> yeah. and that was like one that of my favorite. That was I, awesome. Yeah, that was absolutely perfect. And Capri coming was out amazing. Of that, Capri was so beautiful. <laughs> and coming out of that weekend, I was like, I don't think anything can top this. And then every weekend has just been so different and so beautiful. Yeah, different. And they're so so good in such different ways. Yeah. Um, uh, what about those other trips, the ones that Viterbi took us on? Orvieto, Amalfi, Florence. What, what have been your favorite experiences at those places? Hey everyone, this is Paul. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know about a new feature we just unlocked. It's about sending us questions or comments via text. If you go to your podcast player, check the show notes. There's a link there that says, send us a question or comment. It may be on our next episode. So go in there, send us a little quick text message. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your comments are. We'd love to hear from you. So we can't wait to see it. Now back to the episode. Um, they've all been amazing. They organized really wonderful, amazing trips. Um, the Amalfi Coast, which was our first one. Was it our first one? Yes, that was phenomenal. The Amalfi Coast, one of the days we were there, we went to Capri, which is a little island off mm -hmm. the coast of Italy. Um, and one thing that I did with some other friends is we rented like a little boat um, that took us around to a bunch of different caves and grottos and then we were able to get out and swim in these grottos that were just, because the water there is so blue, the whole caves would be just bright blue because of the water reflecting upwards and that was just like, it was magical. So that was a super fun trip. Do you guys want to talk about the other ones? I had a really good meal at Ob in Oviedo. Really? I like one of those. I was at that meal. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good meal. meal. I think so. Maybe well, you guys were at no, a separate meal. We were at a different meal for lunch. <laughs> really good food there. I wasn't expecting that either. It was, it was really good. Mm -hmm. And then probably my, my favorite was, uh, well, along with everybody else was Amalfi, but Florence was really awesome too. The sunset. Um, the sunset, the sunset, sunset was amazing. Yeah, I didn't yeah. sleep much that week. <laughs> no, no sleep in Florence. <laughs> there so was too true. much to see. Hey. <laughs> All of us ended up at this amazing, like, hilltop, mountaintop um, view Plaza spot. Michelangelo. Yeah, that's the one. And we all watched the sunset up there. So, yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely beautiful. Uh, yeah, I think mine, too, definitely has to be a Amalfi Coast. I was, like, just such an unreal weekend. Um, in Capri, there was the, my favorite place, like, by far, was the Blue Grotto. And, like, the experience of getting to the Blue Grotto, I think, made it for me, too. Like, there's a maybe like an hour and a half boat ride around the island and then you get to the blue grotto and then you transfer boats into people that like want to go in because it's like around like a 30 to an hour mid like wait so then after that like you're just sitting on a boat just getting rocked by waves but then like 
you make it into the Blue Grotto. And, like, the way you get in there is so cool, too, because, like, the opening is such a small cave that you, like, lay down into the boat, like, so you don't hit your head or anything. And then the guy, like, pulls the chain, and you just, like, shoot into the Blue Grotto. And it was honestly one of the most, like, unreal experiences I've ever had. Like, such a beautiful, weird place that just, like, I don't know, it just... I couldn't even believe it with my own eyes, but that was an amazing experience, and yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, the Blue Grotto was absolutely incredible. Yeah. That was one of those things. One of my friends told me to go, but I like kind of knew what it was. I didn't really know 100%, but we got there, and just we're in the grotto, and we're rowing around, and the row people were just like chanting, and it was this like closed-off space, but the water was so bright blue. And it was just this, like, complete experience that I, like, can't even describe. I have videos and pictures, and they still don't even come close to matching what it was like to be there. Would you recommend this program to USC students, and why? Um, what were your expectations, and how did the last six, seven weeks compare? Um, were they different, or how, like, basically, what were your expectations, and how did this program kind of meet them? Um, well, first of all, I absolutely recommend this program to everyone because it's, I mean, it's such a cool opportunity. Definitely, definitely do it. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, what were my expectations so long ago? I don't know if I had that many expectations just because I really haven't been in a, situ like a situation like this before. I haven't like lived in another country where I haven't spoken the language before with a bunch of people that are my age. Um, so I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah, and Sienna's, um, a lot of us on this trip are rising juniors, but Sienna's a rising sophomore, so coming yeah. into, that, into this from that. Like how um, yeah, there was, there was only, I think, three other um, people my age, so I was a little bit nervous at first, just because I was worried maybe everyone else would know each other already, and I would just be coming in, but that wasn't the case at all, I think, because, like Shintaro and Jose mentioned before, we're all from different majors, um, and different organizations, and different extracurricular activities, so... Um, a lot of, there wasn't like already friend groups or something like that. Like many people only knew just two or three people before they came on the trip. And now we all know each other so well and we're like this big Rome study abroad family. So <laughs> I think I wasn't expecting how close I would get to a lot of these people. And that's been a nice change or a nice, a nice turn of events. <laughs> no, it's, it's been really cool. Um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to travel as much as I did. I thought I would stay in Rome. I wasn't expecting to see so many other cities and to be able to go to Munich, like to go to Germany. So that was really cool. And it's, I mean, it's just so close. I think something that, you know, um, maybe caught me by surprise was like, yeah, you're, you're, um, you're studying, you are studying abroad here, you're like, there is, like, a, a good amount of schoolwork, but there's also, like, all these fun weekend trips, so it's, like, it's, like, a really good balance of, like, yeah, it's a whole semester class condensed into seven weeks, so, like, Monday mm -hmm. to Thursday, like, you do have homework and stuff, mm -hmm. but, like, everyone gets it done, like, together, and then you just kind of go and do the stuff that you need to do in Rome, so, like, doesn't def it definitely doesn't keep you from from doing the things that you need to do here, which which I thought is really cool to, like, we're still getting ahead in our education, but we're also like, we're in Rome and we're having fun and we're exploring new places and we're, we're hanging out together, which I thought was really awesome. Which is something that like, at first I was like, oh my gosh, this schoolwork is gonna be a lot. But it was really, it wasn't, wasn't too bad. Yes, I do recommend this trip. This trip is freaking awesome. Um, but for me, 
I guess what I was expecting is like since I've never been so far away from family for like this long of a period, like I pretty much just stayed in Southern California like all my life. Um, I was expecting like a very like big, I guess, growing experience. Like I, I, I guess like I was looking for a big an educational experience through writing and industrial systems engineering class, but like I was expecting more of just outside of the class, just like learning a lot about like I guess what I want to do and how I want to spend my time like by experiencing new things by experiencing different cultures and meeting new people and like seeing what their perspectives on the, these subjects are and I guess what I got back is like how little I know what I want to do with my life which is like and it's like kind of it's it's awesome though like I it's scary sometimes just going into junior year kind of wondering like what you want to do with your life and everything but through this experience, I've just realized, like, how little I've, like, just done and, like, how much more there is to do within the school and, like, outside the school, like, after school and everything, but, yeah, I mean, like, the friendships I've made here, just, like, I've, I was not expecting that at all. What's been your biggest takeaway from this summer? Um, I think... A big takeaway for me, um, because I just came out from living in freshman dorms um, last year, so this is the first time I've lived in like apartments and had to buy groceries by myself and live by myself. Um, so I think I've just I've become so much more independent and figured out how to find things out by myself and like function by myself, which has been so good for me and just like my my like emotional growth. Um, also, my twin sister actually even goes to USC. So this is the first time I've been away from my family for so long. So this has all just been a really cool, like, maturing experience for me. Yeah, for me, it's just been a, just a really good uh, break and just being being in a completely different environment just allows you to really reflect on, you know, how lucky, I, I just keep thinking, like, how lucky I am to be at USC and then how lucky I am to be in Rome, like, mm -hmm. as a result of being at USC and being in this, like, awesome program. It's just been like a good time to just kind of just take a break and and relax and see like awesome places and learn from cultures and things like that. So it's just been it's just been a I think just an amazing experience all around and a great learning experience, but also just a great a great it, to me. It's just it's like a vacation where you do some do some work. <laughs> you also do study a little bit, so it's it's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, this trip has definitely been, like, a very big, like, learning experience for me. Um, I think my greatest takeaway from this is just, like, I guess, uh, getting a glimpse of, like, I guess what my parents went through when they first immigrated to California, and just understanding, like, how tough, like, sometimes, like, a language barrier could be, or meeting new people. Like, even here, it's, like, even though I do have 40 other Viterbi students, like, getting used to, like, the new culture, like new place that you're living in it's been like a it's been a tough but like rewarding experience and it's cool to understand like to get a sense of appreciation for like I guess what all the things my parents went through for me to finally be at USC yeah and I'm just really grateful to be on this trip to meet these new people and like experience this new stuff and I'm also thankful for my dad he should be listening to this podcast so shout out to you dad hey, hey. <laughs> All right, we've got just a few days left. What's on your bucket list for this last week? Hmm. So I'm definitely going to eat as much gelato as I possibly can. Like, I, that's, like, the last day I'm just going to go through. Mm -hmm. But definitely I, I want to go back and see, like, all my favorite places. Like, I'm going to go back to the Vatican. 
and I'll probably do the Pantheon again and just mm-hmm. kind of, I definitely want to go back up to this hill, it's like Aventine Hill, um, mm-hmm. and just kind of sit and kind of look at the whole city and do my, you know, my somber reflection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, but I definitely want to hit all the, all the cool places and then there's definitely a lot of places in Tristever that I haven't, like, seen. Tristever is a neighborhood that we live in, but. Um, it's a super cool area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was walking it yesterday and there's just so much that we've seen and walked by that I, I feel like I haven't done enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think no matter how much time you have in Rome, like you always feel like you haven't done enough. But definitely, like I want to just go back, hit those sites that I haven't seen, and, and eat as much as I possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I also, I'm going to eat gelato every day, like for the next five days, <laughs> which is how it was for the first two weeks. Then I mellowed out a little bit, probably for my own good. Um, and... Let's see, I also, I think today we're actually going to go to a rooftop restaurant, which is something I've wanted to do since, like, the second day we got here, because I've seen those around, and that'll be really fun. Um, I also want to visit um, some of those really cool sites. I want to see the Trevi Fountain again, hopefully early morning or late at night, because if you don't go at those times, it's just so crowded. Um, and I just want to spend, I want to just spend more time, like, in the streets of Rome, because that's always super cool because it's so alive especially when it gets later and it cools down so I'll try to do that as much as possible I think like one of the last things on my bucket list is to go on a walk with our ISE professor <gasps> Professor Botlick he's so, like, yeah. such a wonderful he's, he's 79 years old right and he's walking he walks for I think an hour or two every single morning at around 6am so I told them one time jokingly in class that I'd go with them, and I feel like it's now just like a thing that I have to do. So I have a couple more mornings for that, so hopefully I'll be able to do that. And that just about wraps up this week's episode. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you to Jose, Sienna, and Shintaro for hanging out in my living room with me. And uh, if you want to stay updated with us, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow us on SoundCloud, read our blogs on Viterbi Voices, and we'll see you next time. Fight on. Fight on. Fight on. Fight on.